You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So we had an incident last week at the Mexican consulate in Seattle on Capitol Hill. Seattle Police Department was not able to respond to a pro- an ongoing protest that like 25, 30 people getting pretty worked up uh, about some stuff going on that we're going to get into. And they called 911. Consulate calls 911. Uh, we need some help here. Yeah, you are number 51 in line. There's 50 people in front of you. 911 calls. We've been defunded. Not enough cops. Sorry, you're just going to have to get through this on your own. That's literally what we're doing here in Seattle. I'm reading this to you from Capitol Hill, Seattle blog. And then uh, we've also got a Cairo article, Cairo local uh, station number seven, you know, channel seven. Um, This is the situation we're at. And we're at a point now where our mayor, Seattle mayor has indicated, well, we've got budget in 2022 for 125 cops. We're going to read what the Seattle Police Officers Guild, Mike Salon, thinks about that. Is that enough cops? Well, how many have left? Like 300? All right, so we're going to give you 125 back. Uh, That math is still short in my book. It is in Mike Salon's as well. We're going to get into that. Before we do, Let's just let's just take a quick pause. And why are you listening to me? My name is Sean Reynolds. I'm a uh, I own a couple of real estate companies. And um, even though I'm from Seattle, some say I bring a reasonable perspective to the news. And why are we covering 911 calls on a real estate podcast? Because it has to do with public safety. Public safety is critical for every neighborhood doesn't matter if you got expensive homes to sell or you've got apartment complexes that only get sold to big corporations, if you you know believe that exclusively. Public safety, it's important. People need to feel safe in their homes, wherever that is, whatever that structure looks like. Public safety, it impacts real estate a lot. That's why we're covering that here. All right, so Seattle Police Department can't help at Mexican consulate protest. Not good. I saw this and I'm like, well, it doesn't shock me at all. It's not surprising at all. We've been talking about this forever. The numbers of police officers have been on the decline. And over the past year and a half, it's gone faster than just a moderate decline. Because because it has. And we all know those those reasons. And it's, you know, political leadership here in Seattle. That's what has in city council. That is what's created a situation where cops are like, yeah, I'm done. I'm out. No moss, no moss. Seattle police say it was unable to respond Friday after security at the Capitol Hill located consulate of Mexico in Seattle called for assistance as protesters reportedly surrounded employees attempting to leave the Harvard Avenue diplomatic facility. According to the Seattle Police Department brief on the Friday incident, consulate security called for help around 415 in the afternoon saying 20 to 20. Okay, I was wrong and 25 to 30. I was, I stand corrected. I made a mistake. I'd like to ask for, no, it's 20 to 25 people were protesting outside the building. Security staff said when they tried to evacuate the building, consulate employees were surrounded and prevented from leaving. Not good. Not good at all. Seattle Police Department was not able to respond, according to the report, because there were over 50 911 calls waiting and only a handful of patrol units available throughout the entire city at the time of the incident. 
There was no information in the report about why the protests targeted the facility, but there have been demonstrations around the world in solidarity with actions in Chiapas protesting Mexican President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador. Uh, okay, so you got that. So here's an example of what happens when you defund the police and you create an environment where nobody really wants to be a cop. Nobody really wants to be a cop in Seattle. Uh, you got cops retiring, lateral moves to other police departments across the United States, South Dakota. Hey, bring your cops on down here from the governor. I mean, literally, I, I've done stories on oh, three or four officers go here, four or five officers go there. Some retire early, some quit. We're down literally hundreds of police officers. And now the mayor, well, just the fact that she is recognizing you know, uh, I know it's not a popular opinion, but uh, I'm not trying to get reelected. So we need 125 more cops. Not enough. I don't think it's enough. But in the political climate in Seattle, it's a start. It's a start. But the real question is, put 125 more cops out in the streets in an environment where you've already got 5911 calls waiting and only a handful of people. Uh, police officers to go around. Hmm, that public safety, that's really lacking, isn't it? It's really lacking. What if we put like 400 cops more on the streets? Whew, that would really make the Seattle City Council. <laughs> that would unnerve them, wouldn't it? That, that wouldn't be within their wheelhouse. Because they want to uh, basically push all the funds. And they did just what a couple of weeks ago, you had like 15 million in the budget because you all these cops have quit. And we're just going to press that money not to the police department, we're going to press it to these other things that don't really equate to police officers being able to respond to 911 calls. And let's be honest, that's, that's the thing. One of my thoughts is if, if you um, are on board with defunding the police without having an action plan that really has been proven to work, then I think you should have a ban on your ability to call 911 you don't want those services, then don't take advantage of those services. Don't have the ability to call 911. That's just what I think. So that next time, you know, when you've got the big defund the police uh, flag outside your house and you go to call 911, oh yeah, I've got a ban. Can't do it. Mm, yeah. Well, I guess I'll just take care of this crime on my own. I mean, how's that going to work out? I don't think well. And I'm, I'm not being serious here. But what if I was? Yeah, you want to believe that? That's all right. Okay, you don't need our services. We're going to check off that guy. What's your address again? What what address are you at? Yeah, no more no more nine one one service to that address. Oh, yeah. <sighs> well, yeah, you know, cops aren't that bad. They're, they're not that bad. I, you know, you, you know, you know what I meant. Let's move on to the Cairo article. Seattle Police Officers Guild president says mayor's budget for more officers falls short. Now, a lot of people are going to say, well, of course he does. He's the one responsible for basically defending the police. He's got his own podcast, Hold the Line, Mike Salon. You know, and so he's always going to be on, hey, more is better. And at this point in time, I kind of believe, I, I agree with him. 
Because you're gonna have to you're gonna have to dump some more cops into the system to get get back to even. And that's not even accounting for whatever police officers between now and like the end of the year, or maybe now and vaccine mandates coming up. Oh, you want to jab me in the shoulder with your vaccine? Uh, no, I don't think so. Are we going to have a ton of police officers say bow out due to the vaccine mandates? No, but you're going to have some. And that's just my opinion. And I'm a real estate guy. So take that with a grain of salt. But that makes sense. I think you're going to have people in all fields, all walks of life, all job, job occupations go. Yeah, this has been that opportunity where I'm going to take advantage of it. And because it's being the vaccine is being mandated. I'm gonna just say no. As one of our famous first wives went on that big campaign when I was a teenager and was like, uh, you are out of touch. People are reacting to Mayor Jenny Durkin's call for 125 more officers in next year's budget. President of the Seattle Police Officers Guild says that, that is not enough to keep Seattle safe from crime. That comes four days after a consulate staff called 911 for help that never came. And that's where I started checking out this storyline. Like, oh, interesting. The call, and we've already covered this, but there's a little bit more uh, information here. The call came from Mexican consulate. It was a protest, 50 other calls. It appeared to be business as usual at the Mexican consulate on this unexpectedly sunny Tuesday. Last Friday, however, security called 911 for help controlling a crowd of protesters. But the 911 operator told them there weren't enough patrol units to send their way. Yeah, again, you're going to have to deal with this on your own. I don't think the mayor's office understands the staffing crisis that we're currently in, said Police Officers Guild President Mike Salon. I think they do understand the staffing crisis, but politically, they can't outwardly recognize how bad it is. That's kind of the way I think it it is. And and if I was if I was um, Mike Salon, I'd probably say the same thing as, "Hey, you guys aren't getting what's going on." Well, I think there's a little bit of that as well. Um, maybe just how deep it is. It's a mess. It, when you've got a consulate that can't get police coverage, what what do you say? Well, that's pretty normal. That's pretty normal for a big city. Is it? Have you ever read this story before? Have you ever had a real estate guy read this storyline for you before? Probably not. I mean, <laughs> I mean this is kind of crazy, right? He says, uh, Mike Salon says that the, the crisis is a threat to public safety. If you don't have enough police officers to respond to 911 calls, that's a, that's a crisis. That means that when you as a citizen, maybe you're a citizen of the city of Seattle, when you call 911 and you need help, you may not be able to get that help. So who do you blame? Well, there's not enough police officers. Well, what created that situation? Work your way back. Work your way back to figure it out. It's not that hard. A 125 officers doesn't equate to solving our public safety crisis that we're in, said Salon. And that was my immediate thought too is no, but it's a good, I mean, it's, it's a start. It's not even necessarily a good start because I don't know how many police officers it would take to be able to respond to the number of 911 calls out there right now. I just, I don't know what those numbers look like. I know that the answer is more. And how many more? I don't know. I, I, I just keep coming up with like 
400 police officers. Let's have a little surplus for once. I'm not saying to have them just running the streets rampant like they are in Melbourne or Sydney. We're not saying that, though. We're saying enough to go around to make 911 calls, not have 1,500 officers come into a small park area like Sydney Park and just lock it down so no protests take place. I'm not saying that kind of coverage. And we're just talking numbers here. But that literally just happened. I'm talking about having enough police officers to make the rounds on 911 calls when they come through. Because that's essentially public safety, right? I mean, send a cop out. Okay. Oh, we got one. Hey, sweet. We must have refunded the police. How'd that happen? So what will create a situation where we've got more public safety? Well, Mike Salon says more political support that says we support our police. Let's get to the contract table, said Salon. I, I believe that. I, in this situation, I don't believe less is more. My mom read a book and was really into it in the 70s, and it was called Living on Less and Liking It More. That wasn't really the, the life plan that I was on at the time. So, you know, we had a little conflict there. I was quoting others who believed that you got to think anyway, so you might as well think big. That's kind of where more, more where I was headed. And if you know who made that quote, you know, 125 is how many new police officers Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin included in her final budget proposal unveiled Monday. Like many of you, I believe it's a false choice that we must choose investing in effective community alternatives or investing in enough well-trained police officers, said Durkin in a taped address. We need both. But the budget only allows for so much. And guess what? It's not even really about the budget. It's about the political positioning. City Council will just lose their marbles if we hired 250 police officers. 400? Oh my gosh, their heads would literally spin. <sighs> I'd like to see that. How many times can you spin a head around? The owner of the Kobo shop and gallery around the corner from the Mexican consulate isn't surprised no officers showed up when they were called. They're not around, said Binko Chong Bisbee. Kobo shop and uh, gallery, but she sure, but but she isn't sure they always should be. It's a very complicated issue, she said. I don't think just throwing police at the situation or increasing a budget is the solution. I think we have to be more thoughtful. All right. In the meantime, you've got fifty nine one one calls that are going unanswered. Do you have time to be thoughtful? and to rethink and reimagine. You need to get this under control. You need to get this in check. And then you can think about it. And then you can be thoughtful. And then you can reimagine. Right now, you need some more cops out there. That, that is my, that's my bottom line. I don't think this takes a rocket scientist to figure out. All right. So I think we have to be more thoughtful about what kind of resources our community. All right. I, I agree. But in the short term, Who's going to answer those 911 calls? You've got people legit that have situations going on that is not good and, and they need help. So when you're talking about, well, I, yeah, I'm not really convinced that we need more police officers. We, we need to be more thoughtful. We need to rethink and we've certainly got to reimagine. Well, we're reimagining what public safety looks like right now without enough cops on the street. How's that going? What's that looking like? What do you think the people in the Mexican consulate felt like? 
Uh, we're going back to Mexico. At least the cops come there. <laughs> Am I being just completely stupid here? It doesn't feel like it. Um, and money is a budgetary process. We can move to social services, said D Dr. Sarah Meyer, to invest in black communities, to invest in black and brown centers of power in the city. I support that. All right. I don't have an issue with that either. But the 5911 calls, figure that one out first and then invest. Get your bare minimum number of cops you need, keep the, the city safe, be able to respond to 911 calls. Get that squared away and then go after this other stuff. Cause I, I think there needs to be, there, there definitely needs to be more investing in communities. Um, cause we've got, we've got crime running out of control. I don't care where you are or what you're seeing. If, if you want to try and convince me that crime is going down, well, some crimes went down during the Rona, like rape and, um, property crimes went down. Um, because people weren't out and people were at home. Now, don't steal my stuff. I'm at home. And you've got less people walking around. There's less, there, there's less opportunity to have certain crimes take place. And that's what happened. But now that we're kind of going back to work, we're going back to business, kids are going back to school. Mm, yeah, you're going to see more. The Seattle City Council will decide how much of the mayor's budget passes muster. That process has already begun. Seattle Police Department will get its turn Thursday afternoon. The public can weigh in too. Well, yeah, that should be a train wreck because this is Seattle and that's what we do. Ah, we don't need more police. It's fine until they try and call 911 and they get the same answer as the Mexican consulate. Uh, yeah, could you send some police over? Police over. We've, we've got a real incident going. We've got 25, we've got 20, 25 people that aren't allowing us to leave. We're just trying to go home. Sorry, sir. Sorry, ma'am. Not enough cops. We defunded the police. Okay. All righty then. What do we do? I guess we'll go back in our office and wait this bad boy out. Could you imagine? That's in Seattle. It's in Seattle. Not enough cops. Hmm. Who would have predicted that? Shocking, I know, right? I mean, I, I know you're shocked. I, I know you're just like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? Well, when you have that many police officers leave your force, there's kind of where we're at. All right, this is an interesting one. This will this this train wreck will continue moving forward, and we will watch it. At some point in time, you're going to have to get some more cops in because you're going to have more instances like this happen, and people are going to go, oh, more police, nine one one calls, oh. Yeah. Oh, I get it. We need more, not less. Whew. It's a tough concept to wrap your head around. But if you think about it hard and long enough, if you reimagine and rethink that whole concept, I think you'll come up with what is not misinformation, which comes to mind because I just did a podcast on YouTube deciding what COVID vaccine videos and content creators are representing misinformation and they're basically taking those channels down and eliminating those videos and they've eliminated 133,000 videos. Yep. Crazy times, right? All right. That's it for me on this one. Uh, 125 cops. Is it enough? Uh, no, but it's a start. We'll see what happens. What do you want to bet that gets cut down to like 40, 40,
Well, we, we would have been able to call you. We would have been able to service your 911 call, but we only got 40 cops in the new budget. So sorry, folks. You're going to have to deal with that on your own. Yeah. You know, brings to mind like Dirty Harry and Death Wish and Charles Bronson and Eddie Murphy. No, not Eddie Murphy. Although he was a cop, Beverly Hills cop. Just he, he no. All right. Yeah. Charles Bronson and, and Clint Eastwood. Got to go with those guys. But yeah, that's Hollywood. That's not reality. Sometimes wish it was. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I will catch up with you soon. Until then, stay safe, make good decisions. We'll talk again. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.